Fearscape Media Network. Exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time. Hi, friends. This is Kelly with Wishful Drinking and Binge Thinking, the podcast where I get just absolutely hammered and I dole out psychological advice. That's right, I am going to be more drunk than that girl you met in the bar bathroom after your karaoke set who said, you have such good stage presence, oh my god. That's right, zero preparation, multiple drinks, countless profound gems. Tune in the last Monday of every month on Fearscape Media Network. Ghosts in the Attic's Bodies in the Basements may contain graphic, violent, vulgar, or explicit content not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. listeners to another episode of ghosts in the attic spies in the basement i'm anna and i'm Lindsay. and today we are revisiting a topic we've covered before because there is just too many to ever ever fully cover this topic and that is glitches in the matrix our favorite yep our being the collective because i seem to see more and more stuff about it oh yeah i i swear like if it's not random links that you see on listicles it's tiktok videos or people talking about it in facebook groups so there's even a little bit everywhere um there's a song who is it i think it's memphis mayfire who has a song called simulation and it's like am i alive or am i just breathing it's like is this all in a simulation right it's a really good song by the way i think it's memphis mayfire i'm gonna look that up now yes it is memphis mayfire Oh, it's called Make Believe. It's not called Simulation. I'm stupid. It's called Make Believe. <laughs> um, just for funsies, we have posted a couple of links of listicle style in the show notes of, like, one's, like, 27 times people caught real-life glitches, and the other one is lookalike doppelgangers. So that's kind of fun. Um, it just happens to be, like, where people are in one spot, and they're all dressed, like, fucking the same. And it's just, like, on a loop. Like, it's just crazy. So it's just kind of fun. Um, Who's that one TikToker who had the really weird Glitch in the Matrix story and now she reads stories? We should plug her because I love her TikTok. I just can't think of her username right now. I can't. I can't remember. There's too many TikTokers. As Lindsay goes down the rabbit hole of Tickety Talk. That clock app well, like, that she never had a stops. story where, like, she, her parents, she went home, or she was home alone, her parents came home, came inside, took off their shoes, and then was like, 
oh, wait, we need to go do something out in the garage, go out, and then a few minutes later, her parents pull up in the driveway. Oh, how weird. And it's like, so they had never come home or whatever. And, like, that's what started her channel. She told that story, and then she's she like, reads, like, submissions now. Oh, how awesome. And, like, oh, I love it. I, I can picture her face totally. Like, I can't think of her name. Speaking of people who had glitches in the Matrix, before we get started into this week's episode, uh, Lindsay called me out of the blue the other day, and we're going to insert this clip now. And I had to call her out of the blue and record it because I needed her genuine reaction because I have no explanation for this. So here it is. Hello? Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Yeah. Do I sound okay? Are you recording? Yeah. Yes, it's automatically recording. All right. So what did you want to tell me? So, okay. So, like, it's summer, so, you know, like, the kids are staying up all night and stuff. Unfortunately. And, and middle child, name redacted, always. Um, she, she's she been on the phone with her friends, like, super, super late. And I've gotten up a few times, but, like, last night, I don't remember getting up. And I, like, for it at all. But when I woke up this morning, Julie had texted me saying, hey, I'm so sorry, her kid texted you or called you guys so late. Like, I told her not to. I know it was late or whatever. And I didn't think anything of it. I assumed she heard the kids talking and was like, oh, my God, they're talking so late. Right. And so I didn't think a thing of it. Didn't even respond because we had other stuff going on. And uh, so then when child gets up... (laughs) She's like, can you believe as soon as I was going to bed last night, as soon as my head hit the pillow, she called me. And I was like, that's what Julie was talking about. Okay, now it makes sense, you know? Right. But I'll move on with my life. So then I'm talking with Julie and she's like, yeah, again, like, I'm so sorry. Like, you sounded really upset last night. Like, no, 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 no. I was like, I didn't talk to you last night. And she's like, yeah, that's why I texted you, like, right after, because you were like, do you have any idea what time it is right now? It is 5 a.m. And I was like... First of all, that's crazy. But secondly, like, whose child is up at 5 in the morning? Mine. That's bananas. That's bananas. She needs to learn to go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, it's been both the older two at my house, and it is... I hate it. But... So, like, I'm like, I I didn't talk to you. So, at first, I'm like, okay, did I sleepwalk? Because sometimes I do get very concerned that I might sleepwalk. Right. But I've never had any actual proof that I do, you know? But it's crazier. I yell for my child. And I'm like, hey, when she called you last night, did I come in your room and take your phone? She's like, what? No. The hell? Then Julie's like, and I, I'm like, okay, like, what was I? Are you sure it wasn't, or are you sure it wasn't child? Because we look a lot alike, and maybe it was dark. Right. No, it was 100% you. You were upset, and like, Ray saw it too. Ray's her husband, the, listeners. The actual like, fuck? Yeah, exactly. And so then I'm like, okay, maybe I did sleepwalk. Kid, go bring me your phone. And right. I'll call log. It was a missed How call. How long were you on the phone? It was a missed call? It was a missed call. No. Shit. I heard it. 
She did not answer it. Did you screenshot that and send it to her and be like, I'm sorry, the fuck? We were, we were sitting here like both freaking out. We're like, I don't like this. I'm so uncomfortable and scared. Like, oh my right. gosh. And so then, so she gets Ray involved. And she's like, you remember? Because you even said, great, Lindsay's going to be mad at us now because I was so upset on the phone. Yeah. And he was like, no, I think it was other mom because they were on at one point on a group call. Oh, like, no, it was other mom who was on there. And we're like, oh, mystery solved. Okay, we're <laughs> fine now. And we were fine. And, um, but she was like, I don't understand because when, when she asked her kid, well, don't you remember saying this and like this happening? And she was like, yeah. And she didn't correct her and say, no, that wasn't Lindsay. That was so-and-so's mom. Weird. You know? And so she's like, well, why didn't she correct me? That's so weird. I was like, I don't know. It was late. Like maybe it was just confusing. Like trying to run off and like honestly feeling like a ton of relief until she sent me a screenshot where she texted that other mom and was like, hey, because her kid had said, I was just trying to call my kid, like said her name to tell her good night. So we're like, oh, maybe she misspoke, maybe, or maybe she meant to call my kid and called the wrong kid and, and got in trouble like with her mom, you know? And and so she she texts that mom and was like, hey, did my kid call you at like 5 a.m. and you tell her like it's 5 a.m. and like hang up? And she said, no, that wasn't me. What the fuck? She said no. she saw my face. No, and I don't I, like that. And I was angry. and was like, do you have any idea what time it is right now? It is 5 a.m. And she said, what? I was trying to tell her good night and I hung up on her while well, a child was saying wow that's which is why of course he's like oh she's so mad now like this right. is no it wasn't me it wasn't me and we so even- now the creepy mimic thing in your house is mimicking faces and me it's it has mimicked faces but it's only ever been child right specifically with- the middle child yes which ironically yesterday i was in the front room working out on my tonal and smallest child comes running in and goes oh wait where did middle child go but middle child had been in bed and i was like "Mm, i think she's still asleep like are you sure she's not asleep and she was like i just heard her talking and i was like okay well was she talking in her bed and hadn't got up yet and she said, no, in the kitchen. I don't like any of this. Go check your room and see if she's there. And she comes running back and is like, oh, you're right. She is in bed sleeping. Like that just explains it all away in her mind. But right? in my mind, I'm like, then who the fuck was talking in the kitchen? Oh my God. No- Do we have a Coraline situation? Are you the other mm-hmm. mother? That's that's what I, I literally said that to Julie. I was like, oh my God, what is this? Like <laughs> other mother from Coraline? Or glitch in the matrix? Is it a parallel universe? Me? Did she call right. me in another dimension? Because right. that phone call was not taken here. That's we fucking crazy. Of a missed call on her phone, and I checked my calls. She did not call me by mistake. Right. We made we made sure when we were like fact checking everything. She did not call That's me by crazy. mistake. It was, it was kids' phone. 
No, I don't like any of that. In fact, she confirmed she hit the decline button because she was going to bed. No, no, I don't like any of it. She saw my face. How is that even fucking possible? I don't know. But I have felt so uneasy about it. That's why I had to call you, even though like we're not set to record for a few more days. Because I was right. like, no, I have to tell you this, and it has to be on the podcast, because what the actual fuck? Parallel universe? Other mother? Which I guess would be a parallel universe, sort of. Not like, necessarily. It could be a demon. projection, which I feel like astral projection doesn't really pan out, because the phone call was not received on our end. Right. So I feel like for it to be astral projection, she would have had to answer. Right. Like, or maybe, I, maybe I don't understand astral projection enough to know. Like, maybe I could have astral projected into her phone. I don't fucking know. It's but Stephen, let us know. Right. I'm, I'm about to text him, honestly. Or is it whatever's in my house mimicking that we thought was some harm, harmless thing? Mimicking the middle child? Is it something more that is now getting stronger I don't like any of that, but you can't give it a name and you can't acknowledge that it's there and you've already done one of the two. So you got to be careful. We've always acknowledged just because of the fact that the juju is going to get you. Sorry, uh, Robin, Peterman. Robin Peterman's Robin book. Peterman, help me out here. Write me <laughs> a happy ending here. Right. The juju is magic in woo woo juju is what they call it. But I I shortened it in the in the the my right hook and my mystical so called midlife midlife oh such a good book series series shout out Robin Peterman one day on our show oh that'd be cool we're gonna name drop her but yeah hey Melanie Golding do you know Robin Peterman. Dude, can yeah. You, like, can you hook us up? All authors know each other. We're proof of that. We're authors and we know <laughs> you. We know Melanie Golding, so there's that. <laughs> we know Mark L. Watson, too, and Keith E. Smith. So, hey, we yeah, know a few writers. It is not Robin <laughs> Peterman. Does anyone know. know Robin Peterman? This is real like real talk right now. Right? But, like, I mean, in, in what's her. going on at your house, um, I it never clear. happened. We don't acknowledge it. We we need to sage your place. Like listeners, if you have any ethical is like processes, a, a questionable practice. That's why I said ethical. So because yeah, okay. we are not Native American. But if you have any white girl ways to sage, like, let a bitch or, know. Or if you have any explanation. Because the whole like I watch Rick and Morty. I understand the multiverse. I don't. And like the multi- I understand something. It's the, it's the idea that there's infinite realities uh, with us in them. Yeah. So maybe somehow that call, because maybe it's at a because it was at a weird time, like veil thinning, that kind of shit. Right. Maybe they somehow called another universe, but like, and I, I, I thought she was dreaming. I, I even told her, I was like, well, you know, the other night, like I was up and down a lot, and like my dreams started to be just like when I was up. Yeah, and so it was confusing really until I was awake. And, I've had dreams. But like, her kid confirmed it. I, I heard right. her kid confirm it. I heard right. her husband confirm it, although he had the wrong person. But still, it's still So eerie. that's three people who experienced this. I've had dreams where I thought I got fired or I thought I fought a bitch. And, like, I have to, like, 
get on my phone for evidence to make sure it never happened. You know, and so like right. I understand that dreams can be so realistic, but like holy shit! But, but the fact that two other people confirmed it, and she was even texting me and was like, "See, I knew I didn't." Like when she sent me that screenshot of the other mom, right? Like, I knew I didn't dream it. Like what the fuck? And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to puke." Well, this is just me letting you and the thing in your house know that if you call me at five in the morning, I will be half awake listening to my alarms, and I will not fucking answer your call. So if you get a voicemail from me or a video chat from me, I'm gonna me, you a code uh, word. I'll have to come up with a code word outside of my house. Pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. Listeners, code word is pineapple. Just don't put it on pizza because it's fucking gross. No, the Hawaiian pizza we had in Bora Bora was bomb. No, I can't so do. I can't do pineapple with tomatoes. I can't. It looks so good, but I actually I have to go now. Okay, but well, I had to tell you that. Oh my god, I really recorded nonsense at another time, but like, what the actual fuck? Listeners, tell me everything because I don't know what to make of this. You need to don't. turn this into a tickety talkity. I thought about it, but I was gonna put it on the episode first. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in general, because like maybe TikTok knows, right? TikTok I haven't knows. seen a lot more paranormal TikToks on my For You page, so maybe it's kind of that whole thing, like, where like it invites things in. I mean, maybe, or maybe it's trying to educate you before you get all like possessed and shit. I don't fucking know. Just saying. or maybe it's tired of the late night phone right listen children go the fuck to sleep okay but for real though if that thing can hear me don't do that you are not allowed to scare my children or the people that we love like that's not cool so yeah that's my bizarre glitch in the matrix what the fuck story of the day if it makes you feel any better i stabbed myself at work today with a staple multiple times so yes, your pain I, feel your, much joy. I feel <laughs> i feel pain on a different level mine is more um physical not so much mental but like hey oh so far the new job's going well guys so i really enjoy it and uh we shall see but i mean we're like four days in and i already broke a computer monitor not like physically broke it just like emotionally destroyed it and it stopped working and then the it guy was i don't know i fixed it and i was like how and then the hr was like no i need you to explain how because like literally i tried to fix it and you just plugged it back in he goes i don't know and i was like okay glad you glad you touched it and it fixed it now i don't know so you know i've already broke something and he fixed it so we're doing really well there we go you know it wouldn't be me if i didn't break technology we'll see Mm -hmm. if this actually records right hopefully (laughs) till next time when we record bye and let me tell you that was completely nuts so do you have any personal glitches in the matrix stories listeners if so shout us out on facebook twitter or instagram at gabb podcast or Send it to our inbox. We love getting letters uh, at gabbpodcast at gmail.com. And Lindsay also has another personal little story she wanted to share with us. Yes, this actually happened 
either the same day or the day before that phone call happened, like the non-existent phone call. Right. Like whatever that was. The only thing, okay, the only thing I could think of is parallel universe, but that's right. I have no explanation. Anyways. So the other day I'm at the grocery store and I'm in line and you know, everyone kind of like leans on their cart. Sometimes like you rest your foot like on the bottom. Yeah. Or whatever. But I was standing in line and I'm, I'm standing like that. And the cart in front of me starts moving forward. So I go moving forward. We stepped. It was like a lady. And then me. We stepped the exact same way at the exact same time and ended in the exact same pose. That's crazy. And it was one of those things that I was very aware of in the moment. Because it was like I could see her doing it and feel my body doing the exact same thing. Right. And I was just like, what? happening right now and I remember like texting my group chat I have a group chat with my dad and sisters and I'm like I'm like um this just happened I was like if anybody else witnessed that they just witnessed like a glitch in the matrix (laughs) that's crazy there's also this viral tiktok uh that's going around right now with a lemon have you guys seen this video it's gonna Uh, be in the show yes it's so crazy because she cuts that lemon. And what it is, is like it's a, it's a woman working at like a restaurant or something, I suppose. Something that's going to have lemons. So she cuts the lemon in half and then takes one of the halves and cuts it in half. Goes, grabs a bag, comes back to put the quartered part in the bag. And it's back together as a half. And that's so unnerving. She that's even like, picked up ugh. the other half of the lemon thinking she picked up the wrong one. And it's also not cut. But, like, you see clear as day on, like, the security cam video or whatever it is, she cuts it. It's not like a she puts the knife to it and pretends. You see right. it go through. And I think I saw somebody had, like, slowed it down or something. And somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I swear I saw this. Where you see the lemon kind of, like, roll, like, back together. Oh, no. I don't like that. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck's up with that, guys? Well, since we kind of came up with this based on Lindsay's interaction with the non-existent phone call uh we decided to turn to some trusty websites to get some really cool glitch in the matrix stories today we will be starting out with reddit and user uh r underscore aven i'm hoping i say that right mm-hmm. ask the question what's the creepiest glitch in the matrix you have ever experienced so Reddit user Haloria. I don't know if that's correct, but the links are all in the show notes, so y'all can go read the third yourself. Uh, posted on in response to that post on Reddit, says I didn't think much of it then. It's been six years since I first experienced this bizarre event. At first, I didn't know if I was losing my mind or maybe it was a nightmare. Bear with me. Back then, the glitch in the matrix term wasn't popular. I just assumed it was one of those weird dreams, so I shrugged it off. I had a big test coming up, so I was studying late into the night, and I didn't notice the time. It was 1.22 a.m. in the morning. I was so engrossed in my studies because the test was very important and I couldn't afford to fail. I decided to call it a night and went straight to bed. I woke up at night and glanced at the time on my phone. It was around 3.45. It was still charging beside my bed. I had a habit of being anxious before a test, and I would constantly wake up checking the time. I do that all the time when I'm, like, nervous about getting up on time. Yeah, same. Um, I decided to take a leak, and while in the bathroom, I washed my face with water as I wanted to go back to studying. I washed my reflection, and there was something off. It was like my reflection belonged to someone else. It looked like me, but deep in my gut, it didn't feel like me. 
I was creeped out by it and quickly ran out of the bathroom. We talked about that on an episode recently about mirrors. (laughs) As soon as I stepped out of the bathroom, the sight of my reading table quickly distracted me from the creepy experience I had earlier. I unplugged my phone and the time was 6.42 a.m. Imagine my confusion. I specifically remembered checking the time before heading into the bathroom. Did I pass out in the bathroom? No. Maybe I didn't check the time properly. That's not possible. I remember saying it out loud. It's 3.45. I was desperately trying to make sense of the situation. I went as far as opening the windows just in case the time setting on my phone wasn't correct. And to my surprise, it was already morning. I couldn't account for nearly three hours of my life. And to this day, I find myself questioning the events that unfolded before me. I tried to find a rational explanation, but I'm always deeply conflicted between what I know to be true and what I experience in true time. Now I'm 25 and the daunting reality that I might have glitched out of my universe and into another reality is still a hard pill to swallow. To be honest, I still feel like I don't belong here and coming across the Mandela effect or glitch in the matrix topics enabled me to make better sense of what happened six years ago. That is insane. That is insane. Like that's a long time to lose. Uh, Yeah. I actually had a similar but opposite situation happen to me a few weeks ago. I was out at a park letting my four-year-old play with a friend, but I needed to make sure, this was before school was out, I needed to make sure I wasn't going to miss the time to like leave to go pick up the older kids. And right. I remember looking at my clock on my phone and it's saying 1.40 and I was like, oh, it's earlier than I thought. We still have like a good amount of time. Put my phone back in my pocket. Minimum five minutes pass. Minimum. Probably more like 10. And I go to check the phone again. And it says 140. The hell? And like I kind of like freeze for a second. I'm like, oh, well, it's hot outside. Maybe my phone's overheating and hasn't updated. So like I unlock it for it to like refresh. So it says 140. I restarted my phone. And it still (laughs) said 140 when it came on. What the hell? So so what the fuck happened there? I, I have no explanation for that. And I have a lot of situations like that. Usually it's in the middle of the night. So I write it off as just being half asleep. So I'll look at the clock. Like, if I'm, like, letting the dogs out or whatever. And, like, I swear sometimes it'll be like, I thought this time already happened. Yeah. Ugh. That's, no. I don't like or that. Or, like, I'll all. I'll feel like I fell asleep while the dogs were outside and I wake up in a panic to go let them in and they're in bed. Oh, yeah. So, like, what happened there? And I'm a much lighter sleeper than my husband, so it's not him getting up to let them in. Right. Ugh, I don't know. I don't like that. It's weird. So, user F18FighterJet had another glitch in the Matrix story that they posted under the same thread. And it reads, there was apparently this really hot chick in my father's high school in Owada who once in the 80s showed my father some pictures she took at this national park in upstate New York. He thought the photos were really cool. There were some rivers which eroded cliff sides to make really cool textures in the rocks. Fast forward to 2010, and I was maybe 12, and then, and my father decided to go on a trip to see the rock formations while going out east on a road trip to Nova Scotia. Anyways, we had a hotel in upstate New York that we stayed in after seeing the national parks, and my father and I ran into the same chick who showed him those pictures in high school uh, of the of the park. It's too good to be true, but it's 100% true. 
That's what are the chances? That's crazy. Like that's uh nuts. That's one of those sayings where it's like it doesn't seem like a big deal until you really think about it. Like what are the chances of all the people? Yeah. Like that's like, who you run into. The exact same part of the picture that inspires you to take that trip. Unless you live in that park. I mean, right? There's no explanation. Speaking of people and parks, this is off topic, but I watched a TikTok um, the other morning and it was talking about Shia LaBeouf and this chick was like on a nature hike and her phone had just died and she said that legit Shia LaBeouf was behind her. I don't know how accurate the story is. No, do you not know the Shia LaBeouf song? No. She's quoting a song. Oh, I have no idea. I thought she actually saw Shia LaBeouf in the park. No, no, no. She's, it's like a play-by-play, like, as though it's, like, I've seen a few um, where it's, like, what was it? I think it was the City High song that they were saying. Like, they were saying it as though it was, like, their life. Okay. But, so it's, like, one of those stories. It's, like, a trend. But yeah. the way and that it like, came off was, like, she was, like, deadpan serious. And I was, like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was, uh, it's, look up the Shia LaBeouf Cannibal song. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. But she was talking about Shia LaBeouf was like covered in blood and like chasing her, and I was like, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I'm (laughs) glad to know it's a song and that he hasn't went off the rails. Didn't he though? I mean, he just quit Hollywood, which is. I I thought there was like a bunch of weird stuff around him. He's just weird. Period. I think, but. I can't claim to know very much. I don't, yeah, I don't go down that But yeah, that particular hole. video is quoting a song. <laughs> oh, thank God, because it really fucked with my head. I was like, what is up with Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> He's a cannibal now. Apparently. There's a whole song about it and some TikToks. But that, that girl was, like, so serious it made me believe her. That's funny. <laughs> I know exactly what video you're talking about, too. That's hilarious. I still can't find that one girl's TikTok. It's going to drive me crazy. I'll have to find it before we post the show because... You'll remember it at three in the morning. It's Emmy Nix. So E-M-M-I-N-I-X-X. It's her. Oh, yeah. I've seen her before. Yeah. She always does the videos where she's, like, reading people's stories. And it started when she posted about the time, like, her parents came home or whatever. So everyone Uh, go check her out for Glitch in the Matrix stories because they're awesome. All right. It's your turn to tell us a story. This time Uh, we are reading from Cura? Cora? Cora? Cora. That sounds probably more accurate. And uh, Some other website. They had some Glitch in the Matrix stories as well. Okay. This one is called Glitch in the Matrix Reappearing Item. Posted by Freedom Vivian. It goes, So this just happened. My kid and I just drove to the local IGA. I noticed she had left a McDonald's frozen raspberry drink container in my car console. Annoyed, I grab it and walk to the bin thinking about how I don't want to be the person who lets their kids consume McDonald's. I almost recycle it but realize it's still got drink in it so I throw it away in the landfill bin. We then go straight into the IGA and buy groceries. I drive home and then pull my keys out and go to grab my phone. We both and we both realized at the exact same time that the McDonald's cup is still sitting there where it was originally. I open it up, and it's raspberry inside. No one else drinks frozen raspberry, and there's only one cup there. For, there was only one cup there the first time, or I would have grabbed both. It literally reappeared. 
definitely a glitch in the matrix. I have had some stuff that I know were glitches, but that had that element of doubt as in like, I, it could have been this, etc. but not this one. If you Google search it, you will see that, that glitches are a thing. So that's crazy. Reappearing item. Reappearing items are weird. And like, I, I have a lot know. of times where I'm like, Hey, didn't I already do this? Right. Or whatever. But I couldn't even tell you what they are specifically. And I feel like even my kids would be like, I thought that already happened or whatever. But pretty sure I have ADHD and I'm pretty sure my children also have ADHD. So that's probably just us not remembering doing something. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Easy to write off glitches when you don't remember shit. This next one is long, people. But hear me out. It seems promising. So this one is posted by Joel Gein. And it states, let me describe to you how it feels to be in the middle of a glitch in the universe for days on end, slowly realizing the the isolation of being on an objectively different time continuum from everyone around you. Pause. The actual fuck. Can you just, like, take that that one little, like, thing I just read in. Yeah. That's so unnerving. Yeah. Ugh. So it says, back when I was in college, a creeping time phenomenon created no small headache in my life and forever changed how I appreciate the basic assumptions like time and continuity. For context, this was before I and most of university students carried a cell phone. For me and most everybody else in those days, clocks were primarily on your wrist, on walls, on appliances, and your nightstand. They were not synchronized to the internet. You set them off, you set them yourself, and it was normal for them to be a minute or two off from each other. The electricity went out and you had to reset every clock that didn't have a battery backup. I didn't usually wear a watch, so I just kept an eye on the clocks at home or at class. All of this becomes later, becomes important later. It all started when I missed the bus. Specifically, I missed the shuttle bus to campus. That was annoying, of course, because it meant I would be late to my morning class and have to hoof it a mile or so to central campus. I was really late, so my professor probably wouldn't give me a hard time. No big deal. Just an internal eye roll and self-promise not to miss the bus tomorrow. The next day, I kept closer tabs on the time, and as I went through my morning routine, I stepped outside with easily a minute or two to spare before the shuttle was assigned. The shuttle's assigned stop time. God, that's a mouthful. Locked my door, jogged across the community lawn to the bus stop on the corner. I got there just in time to see the bus leaving on its way through the next intersection. I privately quipped, what kind of acrimonious prick of a bus driver leaves a popular bus stop early? The next shuttle would le- would be at least 12 minutes later, so I spent a sped walk to campus and arrived at my morning class just late enough to annoy the professor for the second day in a row. That would suck. <laughs> It says, this was a small language class, and it met five days a week. Walking in late twice in a row did not go over well. Not a great start of the day. Shrug it off. Tomorrow's another day. The next morning, I double-checked the time at every station of getting ready for the day. My old alarm clock on the nightstand assured me I was on track. In the kitchen, the stove and the microwave agreed that this morning would be different from the last two. 
I sauntered to the bus stop with at least five minutes to spare. I knew I was on time, so my mind was already thinking about class and the rest of the day's tasks. After a few minutes the bus hadn't arrived, something in the back of my mind was perturbed to note that I was alone on the bus stop when normally half, half a dozen other students would be there with me. Hmm. I waited a few more minutes. No bus in sight. Let down again. Under my breath, I cursed. Whatever incompetent entity was in charge of the... Don't know this word, so I'm just going to pass it. But whoever was in charge of the bus system and clearly mismanaged universe time, uh, mismanaged university as I trotted to class. I didn't want to be late again, so I jogged the whole way, hating every intersection crosswalk where I had to wait. I arrived breathless, just sweaty enough to be off-putting, and about 10 minutes late. I was, I was a responsible young adult. I had good grades. I was a military veteran, an employee, a university student. Just show up on time, Joel. How hard can it be? No excuses. Through class, I slumped in my chair, pouting a little, and fighting the temptation to feel like a victim when I couldn't possibly explain how I was being victimized. I went back and forth to campus as normal, and each trip seemed a little off. Subtle things, like how many people were in the main quad or passing between buildings, it seemed a little too quiet at sometimes and a little too crowded at times when it should have been quiet. Back in my apartment that evening, I dug my old wristwatch out of the drawer and set it carefully and put it on my nightstand so I could wear it the next day. The watch didn't matter. No bus, of course. I was several minutes late to class despite charging across campus at full speed. The professor called me aside after class and asked me effectively what my problem was. Blaming me, or blaming the flaky shuttle bus seemed pretty weak, but it was all I had. I went home for lunch. Later, I had to run some errands, which required driving to a few different places. My last errand was near campus. Park, uh, parking was always premium, and reserved parking on campus costs a fortune, hence the ambiguous shuttles which normally ran like clockwork however i happily managed to find a great parking spot and uh, a great parking spot at a meter near the building i needed just on the edge of campus parking meters were only enforced there after 5 p.m so i carefully checked the time to be sure i would be back before 5 p.m all was good i got back to my car just before 5 p.m i had a parking ticket color me pissed off now I'm a big boy, and if I get a ticket that I deserve, I'll pay the fine. But I didn't deserve this one. So overzealous meter, or said some overzealous meter maid, undoubtedly friendly with not related to whoever, uh, freckless in, whichever freckless individual drove the shuttle bus, ticketed me before 5 p.m. I checked my watch, 4.57 p.m. I checked the stamp on my ticket, 5.09 p.m. But... My car wouldn't be there at 5.09. They wouldn't ticket a working meter. Clearly, the meter maid's ticket printed wrong. When I got home, I called the number on the ticket and informed the parking office that my ticket, pr their ticket printing machine's time was wrong, and according to my ticket, this should be dismissed. The person at the parking office smugly explained that all of their machines synced wirelessly through the day to a radio time signal runoff automatic clock in Boulder. Basically, she told me to shut up and pay the ticket. 
How could I argue? I whined that I had checked the time very carefully and had just set my watch that morning against multiple clocks in my house, and it still matched those clocks. The lady at the parking office said, well, you either misread your watch or all your clocks wrong. And she, she hung up, and it says, thanks for calling. Please pay your fine. Goodbye. <laughs> Quote, either you misread your watch or all the clocks in your house are wrong. The parking office's clocks weren't wrong. And if I hadn't misread my watch, I walked across the hallway to my friend, my, to my friendly Indian grad student neighbor and knocked on his door. Yes, kids back before cell phones were frequently asked to actually see somebody in person if you wanted to talk to them. I didn't really need to talk to my neighbor, but I just wanted to see his clock. Man, man, how do you say that? I have no idea. So my neighbor opened his door. I don't want to say someone's name wrong, so I'm right. skipping it. <laughs> uh, my neighbor opened his door. I, I could see his oven clock behind him, five past six, pretty much what I had. We all had a brief chat about the universe and justice of parking tickets, and I went back to my apartment with his clock to back up my clock. I knew my clocks must be right. But why would a meter maid ticket a perfectly good meter? Why would a bus leave early or fail to show up day after day? Why am I arriving so late or late to so many classes? I had theories, but no single answer to re reconcile these items. The next day, Friday, was even worse. I didn't even bother wearing a watch or trying to catch the unreliable shuttle, which had been so faithful until last week. I left my apartment 20 minutes before class started. I walked the mile in about 10 minutes, including intersections, and showed up 10 minutes late. The professor glared at me, and all I could do was glare back because now we're both ticked off. Seriously, I began to consider that I was the unsuspecting victim of a vast prank. Everywhere I went, it seemed to be, or I seemed to be in a slightly different time zone from others. <laughs> Everybody seemed to be acting naturally, but it was like the whole campus was slightly accelerated, slightly more informed except for me. Was it paranoia? Was I going crazy? Sure, I've been stressed lately, but I was finally losing my ability to function con conveniently. A sense of profound isolation descended upon me. Everybody around me creepingly began to seem suspicious and unfriendly. Were they all secretly laughing at me? All I could do was try to carry on as normal, but I didn't feel normal at all. At home, I locked my door and closed the curtains, booted up, the old wheezy desktop and switched on the clumsy monitor, got online, loaded this popular newish engine called Google and searched what is the time. After a few grunts and groans, the computer finally resulted the time of the screen said 4.36 p.m. locally. My watch said 4.19. The microwave said 4.18. The oven said 4.18. I went to my bedroom and checked and it said 4.19. The internet time was 17 minutes in the future. Two could play at this game. I reset all my clocks and watched to, that, to what Google said the time was. I wouldn't have class again until Monday. Monday morning came and I left my house early and missed the bus. I could see it pulling away, so I must have only just missed it. I ran to campus to arrive to class a few minutes late because, of course, reality continued to mock me. When I finally reeled home after another dis orienting day of perplexity i booted up the computer again to check the time it was nearly 15 minutes ahead of every clock in my apartment but this time my wristwatch matched the time on the internet 
I was completely mystified. The only explanation was somebody was sneaking into my apartment and then incrementally setting my clocks back. How did I have an enemy so diabolical as to devote so much time and attention to such an elaborate prank? How did they get my neighbor's clocks too? My head was spinning. What could possibly be going on? What did clocks or what did my clocks have in common? And then it dawned on me. All of my clocks were plugged into the wall. They were on the same source of electricity. They were all digital. Digital clocks plugged into a wall to keep time based on an alternating current uh, power oscillation. If something was wrong with the power grid, it could affect the clocks, including my neighbors. The remaining question was whether or not I, in my student housing to the rest of the campus, had a different grid from the main part of the campus. After a series of phone calls, I got in touch with the main with the man in charge of the power and electrical utilities for the university. God, that seems like a lot of work, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it was obvious that he had no idea why a student would be calling him. Electricity man. Hello? Me. And that's how it's going to play out. Uh, it says, yes, hi, how are you? Are you the guy in charge of the electrical goods for the university? Yes, who is this? I'm a student. I live at, insert address, the student housing eastbound of xyz boulevard about a mile east of the main campus uh-huh and i'm on a diff am i on a different power grid from the main campus the man size yes there are two grids the main one and a smaller one your complex is one of the residential buildings on the b grid why well i keep missing the bus what and i got a parking ticket i don't know why you're telling me and I keep showing up late to my class, and my professors are getting mad, and the rest of the clocks on the internet say that they're wrong. And I'm realizing I sound like an emotionally disturbed circus of, indivi circus of an individual. The busy man is the first person to whom I've been able to actually express my fear and frustration to. I guess I, it had been building up, and now it's kind of pouring out of me. Electricity man replies kindly. Oh, I'm Oh, son, you sound stressed. I think you should call somebody who can help. Panting slightly, I half shout, No, you don't understand. All the clocks plugged into my walls are slowing down. A beat of silence. His tone, very quiet. Sound like he goes, Holy sh... Uh, some word that's, I'm assuming, a cuss word. Speaking to me again excitedly, he goes, When did this start? <laughs> it's like they unlocked a puzzle. Right. Sorry, I'm getting excited. Says, I don't know, about a week ago, I think it's speeding up. First, it was the little things, and by the end of the last week, it was like I was in a different time zone, about 15 minutes behind the rest of the world. I reset all the clocks on Friday, and today I'm way off again. He thanked me profusely and explained that this little piece of information was the missing link of a chain of frustration he had been working on, and now he knew exactly what he needed to do. Something about the electrical load on the grid not being properly synced to the generator's frequencies. I really wasn't in a state of mind to follow the explanation. He hung up before I could ask him if he could call the parking office and perhaps my professor and put in a kind word for me. That's adorable. <laughs> uh, he later says, I, did, I didn't miss the bus the next day. I was extra pleasant to the driver, but the parking people still made me pay the ticket. And that concludes this reading of the longest, longest thread post I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it but it wasn't was, actually a glitch. So it wasn't a glitch after all. You're right. Um, it just happened to be a really uh, crazy series of unfortunate events. But it was really interesting nonetheless. And at the end of the day, he still felt like he was in a glitch, which 
Yeah, I mean, could you imagine? Yeah, I could. I couldn't imagine. That's so wild. But that concludes our dramatic reading of things we found on the internet. Yay, Yay, us. We got through reading out loud, which is really hard in case anyone doesn't know. For me, that is really hard. Yes, you'll you'll same. understand when you listen to this episode because I pause and slow down and go really fast and it's, it's awesome. And I left my glasses at work. Hey, so there's that. So I had to make the font like extra giant. <laughs> <laughs> but all that to say, thank you for showing up for yet another episode of Ghosts in the Attic, Spies in the Basement listeners. And until next time, stay spooky. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ghosts in the Attic, Spies in the Basement. A Fearscape Media podcast. Music by Stephen Temperley. Artwork by Laura Ramsey. Find us online at fearscapemedia.com forward slash GABB podcast. Or on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GABB podcast. Or email us GABB podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs>